Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, the dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, you know about, have you ever been Instagrammed? It's what I call it. Instagrammed, like where you get targeted for an ad that's like so up your alley, it's not even funny. I uh, probably have, but it's probably so surreptitious that I didn't catch being tagged or flagged or whatever. Okay. It, it happens to me all the time. I, I get... Just stuff inserted, you know, either ads inserted in the stories or in the feed that are gotcha. just like, it's just, this. They just it knows me all too well. It knows what I like. It knows what I'm into. It knows That's like... That's creepy. Yeah. If you can if, find me a pair of khaki pants that are like athletic material, but cut like normal slacks uh-huh. or whatever, it just knows like I'm a sucker for that. I'm a sucker for hats. I'm a sucker for watches and watch related things. Hmm. And so it just has my number down. And, and uh, over the weekend, I saw an ad a couple times for a University of Texas um, hat, baseball cap, that I okay. decided I wanted. Okay. But I didn't click on it the first couple times I saw it. And so now okay. I'm looking for it. <laughs> and it's like it knows that I'm looking for it because it won't show it to me again. Oh, no. And so now I'm like, I sat last night and just scrolled stories for like 20 minutes just like people i don't give a shit about just like hoping that this ad would pop up in between scroll in the feed i literally yeah. ran out of stories it was like we have no more stories to show you you're done for a while and then as like just scroll yeah, you're confirming feed. You're confirming why you should do the impulse buying because it might not come by you, you that's the thing now, you have to click might on be a it. chance yeah that i'll never see it again so I'm again. I'm sitting there like after dinner before we do this. I'm just scrolling shit, mm-hmm. just not looking for, not looking at any of the posts. Simply okay. looking, doing the opposite of what I normally want, which is okay. I don't want the ads. I want the content. This time, fuck right. the content. I show me all the ads because I <laughs> uh-huh. gotta find this fucking ad for this hat. And it's a like a uh, you know it's like it, they're coming back in style, like those golf hats from the seventies that have like the rope that goes along here, you know, that goes along like where the bill and the hat meet. They're like, they're like sort of retro-y. They're like 80s, 80s like golf okay. hats. Um, right. I have another one. Um, it's in my stories. Uh, 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 I put it on Graham when we were in the hot tub yesterday. Gotcha. Um, and it's like a, a vintage sort of look. And so it's burnt orange and it says Texas and white script on it. And it has a white rope that goes along the mm. bill. Um, uh, where where it meets a hat, and this fucking story won't pop pop up. <laughs> but you know what did pop up? What ad did pop up? Peyronie's treatment? No, not that. <laughs> an ad for an action figure of Lemmy from Motorhead. From Motorhead? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to get that one. What Otherwise, the fuck you, does Instagram think I want an action figure of Lemmy, <laughs> Lemmy. from Motorhead? 
I've never once fucking listened to a Motorhead song. I've never like <laughs> listened to it on Spotify or Pandora or Apple Music. I've never talked about like how much I fucking love action figures of I don't know when it, what is Motorhead eighties, seventies, seventies, eighties, yeah, seventies, eighties, hard yeah. rock. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess now uh, uh, posthumously made action figures of, of said people like. What Sorry. the Got fuck the- are you thinking, Instagram? Like, Sorry, did you get your Jimi Hendrix and your uh, Jim Morrison? Just show me what I want. Why are Complete you showing me a Lemmy action figure? <laughs> it's the wildest shit ever. Well, you're supposed to pretend that you're not looking and then mention it. Make sure your well, phone that's, is eavesdropping. I've been screaming it into my phone. <laughs> Orange Texas hat, white script, white rope, nylon, 70s, 80s, vintage uh-huh. golf hat. Just Feels like, like a bird's listening. That's so. so what I keep hoping for. Nothing comes up. Mm. Nothing. It's it's, okay. it's 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 like I did. I invented it in my head, but I know I saw it several times. And you gotta casually never... mention it around Alexa, and, and she'll pick it. up. What a fucking world we've created for ourselves, <laughs> where I'm <bit>. screaming <laughs> what I want into my phone, hoping that the phone is surreptitiously surreptitiously listening to me. And then it decides to show me a fucking Lemmy action figure. Wow. It's, it's like Santa Claus is real. He's watching you. So you got to shout it to the up, yes. up above. Maybe he's listening. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, Holly's birthday. <laughs> yes, it was. Tell me about it. it. Was, what happened? It was, it was number 50. The and, big fiver. Uh, the big fiver. And... Um, we actually, we were supposed to go to Ireland. So I had this big thing planned. We were, it was going to be an investment. We were going to take a week and a half off and all this kind of stuff. And because of, uh, at the time, everything was shut down, we had to cancel our plans. We just kind of moved it to we're going to be there in January instead. So I kind of felt I was off the hook uh, of planning anything, doing much of anything, because it was going to be happening anyway. But I was getting a lot of um, <laughs> passive aggressive <Yes>. hints <laughs> through the kids and people and, you know, what do you got planned? I'm like, Mm, I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, um, what are your plans? Well, um, dinner would be nice. I don't know. Um, but she was making it very clear on her comments to people on, on Instagram or, or yeah. on Facebook that it better be fucking good. And so quickly, I I surprised her with a trip to Palm Springs to hang out at a hotel a resort that uh, the Renaissance Esmeralda. To just hang out and pretty much just do nothing and sit at the pool and hang out. and yeah. um, But I figured I better tell her before the flight that we're going to go because she's going to need to pack. So yeah. I, I <laughs> the, the on actually, while we were recording last week, I'm getting a text and she says, is it okay if I go, are we going to have dinner on Thursday with her brother, Mark? And I'm like, no. And so she's like, text back. Well, so I'll just go by myself. And I write, no. And she's like, I don't understand. I said, I'm recording right now. Let's talk in 60. Well, she thought I was planning to record then, still confused why the fuck she can't have dinner with her brother. So I go upstairs. As soon as we were done recording, I go upstairs and I'm like, uh, surprise, we're going to Palm Springs. And so um, it ended up being, working out really, really well. One interesting thing, though, um, you know, we get a lot. Facebook's a great way to keep track of people and their birthdays and things. There's a lot of people that we know, and it's really hard to keep up with all of them, yeah. right? So I kind of t- t- I say nice things to the people I've actually met or something. And 
so at one point Saturday, her birthday was Saturday. So we had been there for a couple of days and uh, she goes, um, how come Josh hasn't said happy birthday? And I said, have you met Josh? <laughs> she goes, well, I mean, you got the podcast together. I said, yeah, me and him. Um, and then somebody else that she barely even knows wish her happy birthday. Oh, see, that's just it, screwing it, it all for everybody. And I'm like, but you've met him. He's 15 years ago at that conference. We had dinner with him. So it's not unusual. She's like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm sitting there going. <laughs> I don't, just to, to be fair, I don't say happy birthday to like hardly anybody. It's I know. Like my mother I, and, and Andrew, and that's pretty much it. And you. But yeah, the, yeah. The problem is. And that was is, really just because it was quarantine. I had nothing else to do. <laughs> I know. And it's it's one of those things. There's so many. I, I if I can't do everybody, I really don't want to do yeah. anybody. You know who's good? Moody does everybody. Does he? He oh, must no, do it while he's taking a dump. <laughs> that must be the only thing. Tell That's her I did get her a gift though. I got her a uh, one of a kind action figure of Lemmy from <laughs> Lemmy. Motorhead. So I hope she's a fan. I know she's a fan actually. Yeah, she's a total fan. She's huge, she's big time. Huge. She's right in there, square in their demographic. Absolutely, absolutely. And the, the trip, I ended up looking like a hero. My kids were saying, oh my God, you, you knocked it out of the park. It was awesome. Until we tried to come home. Because um, I gave it, we were, I flew in and out of Ontario because I was, it was going to cost me an extra 600 bucks to fly into Palm Springs and not at times that yeah, I Palm wanted. Palm Springs is a weird airport. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, it's only an hour's drive. However, um, Ontario is a small, small-ish yeah. airport. Um so it was Palm and, Springs, though. Yeah, it, it, but the, the rental car is across. They have to take a shuttle to it. Palm Springs, you just walk across the parking lot. So we tried to get the car, and I, I'm in line. At, I have a, a fast pass thing with budget, and I go to it, and it's closed. I'm like, it's a fucking holiday weekend. And I look at it, uh, I, so I quickly get um, in line, but there was just a shit ton of people. I'm getting mad. Nobody's moving. It's just one person with this yeah. huge line. I'm like, fuck. So I, I, I do the, um, the Hertz gold member thing and get a reservation. So I say, let's go to the reader board where my name should be popping up and go, just go get to a car, pay an extra couple hundred bucks. And we go and the gold membership is closed too. I'm like, uh, on the weekend is the time to do all this. So yeah. I go finally over to um, National and, and get a car. And she's like, well, we only have compacts. I'm like, I don't care what the fuck you got. Just yeah. give me a car. So then as we tried to leave, I, I always set up the Bluetooth so I can play music from my phone and podcast or whatever. And it took me a good 20 minutes. And as we're trying to leave, they're like, yeah, it was kind of a thing. As we're trying to leave, the lady says, wait, this isn't your name on the contract. I'm like, I signed it like seven times. She goes, yeah, but you're, this is from someone in New York. Oh, my God. So I had to go back to the desk, uh. redo everything. But then when we were coming back on... Um, on Monday, I, I decided to go an extra hour early because of possible traffic. Well, possible was, no, you, you underestimated yeah. traffic. And so uh, we're, we're, not, we're just watching the GPS, estimated time of arrival, just going up like a, a meter in a cab in New York. And it's just, just clicking, clicking. We're like, oh, shit, we might not make it because we're barely moving. So Holly apparently called a number and, and we're barely understand the guy uh, to to move it to the later flight. And we, uh, they had to verify, uh, record the authorization. The guy's like, is it okay if we record this? She goes, yes. Uh, correct. Yes. Uh, so we think we 
get our, our flight changed. So we say, fine, we've got a couple extra hours. We pull over, grab a bite. So then we go back to um, the airport. We go to drop off the car and the lady scans it in. She goes, um, this isn't you. We're, this, we don't have record of this car. I'm like, well, it's not mine. Uh, take it. She goes, well, make, talk to the person up front to, to close out your contract. And I'm like, I, I'll fine. She goes, or I'll just call someone. No, I'll just go to the desk. No, I'm calling someone. So she calls and no one shows up. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the desk. And I go to the desk. There's nobody there. Uh, so I come back out and Holly's kind of standing next to this woman. I said, let's just go. I don't have time for this. Let's just go. I mean, they have the car. Yeah. So I go to the desk and I, I finally find the woman and she's like, well, you're two hours late. So we were charging an extra day and that's why it wasn't the system or something like. So she waved it, which was fine, but it took a while for her to clickety clack and everything. So I turn around and I see the shuttle. And I text Holly. Hey, let's go. She doesn't respond. So I, I call her on the phone. I said, well, come on, we got to go. The, the shuttle's about to leave. She goes, I'm on the bus. And I look up to the bus and it's leaving. I'm like, the one that just left? She goes, yeah. Well, goodbye. <laughs> so I got to wait for the next shuttle. Yeah. And then we get Which all is the way that de- same bus after it drops and makes the loop, probably. <laughs> so we get all the way to the Delta thing saying, hey, we're trying to check in and have them print out our boarding pass. And they're like, we don't have a record of you. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Who do we talk to? Well, apparently they don't know either because that per- whoever we talked to tried to call to, to change the thing. I think it was, it was a legitimate company, but they couldn't understand them either. So they flagged it as fraudulent. And so uh, luckily we actually saved money by going directly to the counter and we had to just pay a $75 fee instead of the $400. So any savings I thought I was making by flying yeah, into Ontario. Done. Yeah. Should have just flown to Palm Springs. It's an outdoor airport. It's delightful. The gates are outdoors. Love it. Great place. What do they do when it's 150 degrees? You just roast while you're waiting for your plane? The the place is... There's areas that are air conditioning and enclosed. And then they've got the the misty uh, spray out there to kind of cool you off a little bit. What is this going to do for my hair, Lance? It's going to make my hair frizzy. How how are we going to handle this? This misting in the hot. Monica from Barbados. Taking a schwitz. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it can, it can be kind of warm down there. It, uh, I got sunburned. Lance, this is an advice show. <laughs> Sometimes. We answer your questions. We answer questions you find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They're the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences gmail.com. And we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Oh, fuck no. We don't, watch, we don't want a bunch of boring questions like, when does life actually begin? Because we all know that life begins at 50. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Uh, you think Gordon had a big 50th birthday party? Back in 1865? <laughs> Probably. Uh, was G.V. Black was there. Dr. Lister was there. Um yeah, it was uh, fucking Paul Revere, the barber surgeon, was there. <laughs> Reddit user My Vegan Cookbook asks, religion in the dentist's office? I was on the Instagram account of the dentist I go to. They had posted a pic of their new building where they had written scriptures inside the walls before they were sealed up. I guess on the studs? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. They mentioned how they wanted to be, quote, inclusive, end quote. 
It was funny to me that this gesture was considered inclusive to them. Almost all the dentist offices I've been in the South have Christian artifacts hanging on the wall and sitting on tables. Truly inclusive would have looked more like them, including things from every known religion. I'm pagan, and I've never seen a pentagram in a dentist's office. I did wear a pentagram shirt and was asked, why are you wearing that shirt with a dirty look that could have burned a hole in me from a hygienist? So much for being inclusive. If that was my patient, I would have said, hail Satan, and <laughs> given him a high five. For sure. And give, uh, give him that rocker, you know, uh, hand signal yeah. that looks like horns and like, yeah. I, all right. I don't, you're probably not going to see a lot of pentagrams in that offices. No, if, if you're judging on, on pentagrams, that's going to be a tough look, hard, hard to find. Dennis, definitely. I mean, definitely in the South. I yeah. would guess it's like 90% you're going to find a cross in there somewhere. Probably. Um, Dennis, Dennis tend to skew towards the, the, the Christian. Um, sure. And, and many, many are like nauseatingly so, which is tough. Yeah, there's, there's enough of that too. Um, do you have any religious artifacts in your office? Um. We were at Whistler once, and we saw that one elephant with the 17 arms, and supposed to mean good luck. Ganesh. We bought a little one, put it in the corner. Okay. Yeah, I think it's probably a Seriously? Ganesh. <laughs> um, yeah, I got one of those in there. What about that piece of the true cross that you bought on eBay for seventeen ninety nine? Isn't that hanging up somewhere? No. <laughs> the... the uh, <laughs> what is that? That spear that, they, that was used to... Uh, to, to pierce the side of Christ. What was that thing called? Oh, that. I I didn't know it had an actual name. Yeah, or... it's got a name. It's um, the, like oh, the Holy Lance is the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> the Spear of Destiny is what I've heard it called before. That's what, it, that's what like, I, in, in science fiction movies it gets called. I need one now if it's called the Holy Lance. The Holy Lance. Um, all, the, whole, the, the Holy Lance. Spear uh, or the Lance <laughs> of Longinus, which is great. <laughs> It sounds like your fucking born name. Um, it's the legendary relic that pierced the side of Christ during crucifixion. I, I think it was Hellboy had that in okay. there that like any army that had the Spear of Destiny would uh, be carried to victory or whatever. Mm. It was like, and, and Hitler got it. And so that's why they had to get Hellboy to come and... Gotcha. I don't know. <laughs> the plot details get light at that point. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but you have that. Ha- you need to have that hanging in your office. I'm oh. sure you can get a fake one on eBay. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and just say this is the Holy... And just have... You just have, like, something that says this is the Holy Lance. Yeah. Um, I'll just say there can be only one. There, it's me there can be, yeah. Let's see. Let's see if Spear of Destiny is on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the Holy Spirit Destiny, Lance of Longinus, Hofburg version, metal with base, $125 or pre-owned. Huh. Yeah, this is, this is cool. It's, it's, uh, it's like a blade. It's got a gold sort of, um. Oh, yeah. Scabbard. Nice. Um, it's, you got some like ortho wire that's <laughs> bolted it to the, to the stick part of it. Um, yeah, it's $125. It could be yours. You can get a, it looks like a little nicer one, a little higher polish for $179. Also comes with a free book, and and you can save five percent when you buy more than one. So if you need <laughs> three, the price goes down to one seventy two. So you know, keep keep 
Can it cut through a, a tin can as easily as a tomato? You know what would be great is if you could get this thing and it would just like slice right through a zirconia crown. Oh, God. Yeah. Then I, I would definitely I would, buy three. I, I would buy that's worth $200 <laughs> right there for sure. Yeah, right there. You can also get uh-huh. an acrylic case for a Spear of Destiny for $79, Ooh. just FYI. Okay. So I feel like you're going to need this, buddy. Hey, Christmas is coming soon. They all are fairly close, but they're all slightly different. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting... I wonder which one is the one that actually looks like the real thing. <laughs> but they all have that kind of gold right. in the middle. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of want one now. I mean, it, it really should be your key ring. And I, it's going to be hard to carry, but that's fine. Yeah. It's more of a conversation starter. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to have a religion artifact in your office, like, that, this is the way to... Like, this as opposed to just, like, a cross... You know, just like everybody's yeah. got that. Yeah. That ain't shit. Like this, this fucking spirit destiny right here. That's not a knife. The whole, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the holy lance. That's not a lance. This is a lance. Oh, there's a novel by Andrew Latham called The Holy Lance. Again. Book I, one of the English Templar series. Oh, fuck. Huh. That seems like you're biting off a lot right there if you, if yeah. you get into that. Nah, that's a. Uh, See, it's reading a book, and I just ain't got time for that. <laughs> Does it come in audiobook? Um, all right, so here's, here's my thought. Um, it's certainly well within their rights and well within their privileges to be able to write whatever Bible verses they want on the studs of their office as it gets closed up. Um, I don't love the fact that they said it was in the name of inclusivity. It's well within their right and their privilege, I guess I would say. To, sure, have to have Bible verses on their inside of their walls. That's fine. I don't, I have no I have no issue with that. Yeah, I I do think it. I I don't think I do it though. Oh, I would that's, never I, do it. No, I don't know any Bible yeah. verses. It's like John three sixteen. Well, the only reason okay. I know only that is football. because of the uh, that and the fucking <laughs> wrestling goals. guy. Right? Is there was there something like that? Oh. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, Steve Austin. right. Yeah, no relation. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so other than I don't know any, you know, I don't know anything. Like I could just make some shit up, like Leviticus twenty-seven nineteen. I have fucking no idea Ooh. what that is. Um, but it, it that's fine. They have every right to do that. I just I think it's saying that they want to do it out of inclusivity is a little strange because it's like oh then you're that means you don't really believe in it. If you're saying you're doing this to be inclusive, yeah, and it, I think it, remember that bumper sticker said coexist. Oh, co- every yeah, letter was fuck, a yeah the different like yeah. religious artifact. Fine. I I think if if you're going to go down that road, you gotta you gotta, you gotta do, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to have something from the Quran. You got to have something from. Yeah. Otherwise, you <laughs> stuff out there. the depth <laughs> of my knowledge of fucking religious <laughs> articles. I guess the Old Testament. No, uh, what's the thing that uh, Madonna was into? The the t- Torah. Yeah, no, there's another thing. Uh, Kabbalah. The Kabbalah. You got some from the oh, Kabbalah. Yeah. So, Get something the Kabbalah from Hindu. Stuff. Get a Book of Mormon in there for well, you know, spice. I mean, let's not yeah. be too inclusive. Well, if we're gonna be cults, it's gotta be you know get a, a few different. Um. So I, I mean, I so I just say you're a Christian dental office. Yeah. Is, I mean, you have every right to do. There's. It, it makes me laugh every time. There's, there's, um, there's a. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. There is a grocery store. 
we've talked about H-E-B before, the sort of only grocery store in San Antonio. And uh, okay. one of the locations is across the street from the Jewish Community Center. Okay. And um, that particular H-E-B has all, you know, any t- like all of the Passover Seder stuff, all of the kosher stuff, huge kosher section. Okay. Because gotcha. it's across here from the Jewish Community Center. So most, most of the, of the uh, you know, people who go to that temple um, and there's actually a, another temple like around the corner from it. So it's like this sort of uh, the vast majority of sort of the Jewish faith in San Antonio like is around that area. So this particular H-E-B sort of caters to that. In that H-E-B shopping center is a dental office. And uh, I went to look hmm. it up one day because I see it all the time and I didn't know who it was. It was like uh, it didn't have like their name as the name of the office. It was like another, you know, branded name. And so I went to go look and it said like prominently in the front of the website, like at the very top. So like, we are a Christ based dental (laughs) practice. Like, all right. Wow. But you're like across the street for the fucking Jewish community center. Like you can like maybe keep it on the DL, maybe not have it like on the like top, like fucking masthead of your website. I don't know. I'm not telling you not to be a Christian, but do you have to plaster it fucking everywhere? Yeah. Do you have to like, you're across the street from the Jewish Community Center. Maybe, maybe be a little inclusive and just not have anything. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's it's have everything or have nothing. Yeah, that's the better that's kinda way. Or just fucking say it's because you're Christians, which is fine. It's totally uh-huh. fine. I have no problem with you being Christian, but just don't say that like you're doing this because of inclusivity. Yeah, it's a weird, weird way to put it or justify it or. Whatever you're doing. Strange. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be interested to know if there was any dental office anywhere that had a pentagram in it. Well, I'm going to put one in now. Just, just oh, Yeah, I think I'm going to do the, do the same. Um, does yeah. it have to be in patient care area? Well, it should be out of patient blood. <laughs> That's easy to find. I know. <laughs> so wait, let me just let me find my next scaling or replating that's on the schedule. We'll, we'll knock this yeah. out. Um, <laughs> I wonder what if if I'd be curious to know. This person walks in, says they're pagan, which is obviously different than Satan. I get it. You don't have to de- yep. describe it to me. I understand um, better than most people what the Church of Satan is about. It's not actually about Lucifer, the devil, or Satan himself. It's about um, actually, self reliance and and it's more of a anti theistic sort of deal than it is a sort of theistic of worshiping an actual devil person that lives in hell. Like they, they don't believe any of that exists. Um, but if you had a person wearing a pentagram shirt, if like the dentist walked in and said "Hail Satan" to this person, like what, what would they would have just posted? <laughs> My dentist said "Hail Satan" to me, right? Yeah. <laughs> If it ever happens, if I ever have a patient that's wearing a shirt with a pentagram on it, I'm going to say it, and I'm going to record it, and I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> that, that. <laughs> I mean, you're wearing a fucking shirt with a pentagram on it. Like, You're asking for attention. You're you at least are, comment. right. Yeah, you are. So You absolutely are. And that's fine. It's your right to wear that shirt, and your, your right to be pagan. And I don't fully understand um, the pagan religion and what that all involves. Um. But I do feel like if you're putting on a shirt with a pentagram on it, you're like you're asking for people to sort of. I guess it depends on where you wear it. Downtown LA, downtown Seattle versus like Birmingham, Alabama, or something like that. Yeah, I think you'll definitely get a different response. But it does say um, something about the South. 
almost all the dentists I've been in, to in the South have Christian artifacts hanging on the walls or sitting on tables. So that makes me believe that they're in the South. So yeah, yeah. I, I think I would think that uh, probably a safe assumption there. I did get a, a, a gift for a patient with a pentagram on it. You got I, kind of. A, so um, John Clayton's wife, John Clayton's a ESPN yeah. guy for football. His wife is a patient, and uh, because of his commercial that he shot with a Slayer T-shirt, <laughs> I remember that. Uh, <laughs> I got him a, a kind of a cool updated shirt, and it's got like swords in, in a pentagram. Nice arrangement so and and what did he think of this <laughs> just big big laugh okay he good good sense of humor did yeah. um does he have a ponytail or no no <laughs> that was just no he cut it off okay oh he cut, he had one before <laughs> no i don't think so okay no, that was part of the gag right was that he had yeah, like uh-huh. his hair pulled back he's like the if you don't know who john clayton is he's like the nerdiest looking guy of all time he yeah. um he just looks like a, a high school computer science teacher Sure. Something if you like were like imagine in your head like what a forty-five-year-old virgin would be, that's what like you would think of somebody <laughs> that looks like him. And he had this greatest yeah. pain commercial where um, he did like his hit on Sports Center or whatever about whatever NFL news, and then turned the camera off and he took off his coat and underneath it was like a satanic T-shirt, and he was listening to death metal. Um, yeah. And I think there was something about he lived with his mom or something. Well, then he jumped in his bed and said, "Hey, mom, done with the segment," yeah, and then like- starts eating some some food yeah this is so good that when espn was making those commercials unbelievable those were all great yeah so great um reddit user uh down do fall asks story plus i need advice on how to find a good dentist orthodontist am i a crazy patient question mark i'm yes. having trouble t- trusting dentists yeah if you have to ask eh. I just got back from my current dentist. I realize I have a lot of distrust towards him. He was the one who originally gave me braces and a permanent retainer. I originally asked for a remo- removable retainer. reassured me that this was the way to go in 2012. I trusted him, so I agreed. Over the past years, my retainer has been breaking with teeth, shifting, and I make trips to the dentist sometimes every four to six months to get my retainer fixed. Every time I go, I ask about a removable retainer, and he says it's not a good idea and has different explanations as to why it's not a good idea. I'm starting to not trust him now because he has contradicted so much. He already told me. He tells me I worry too much, which I can agree with, but my worry feels valid. He minimizes my perspective when I ask questions, and all I want to do is learn about what's happening to my mouth. He has said it would take weeks to months to get a retainer, and at that point, moving my wire would cause removing my wire would cause permanent shifts, and I would be wasting my money. Now he tells me I need two retainers, one with a wire impression as insurance, while the second retainer without a wire is being made just in case something happens. I asked him how long it would take to get the first retainer, and he said three days, although he told me previously it would take a month and advised me not to. He drops tools in my mouth and has buzzed off my retainer by accident on more than one occasion and buzzed my gums and then denies he did anything while I'm bleeding. When I ask him if he can fix the part of the retainer he broke, he says he can't see anything and says I worry too much. I feel the exposed wire and pressure in my mouth. I have gotten a second opinion, but that dentist moved away. I do feel scared to approach another dentist, orthodontist. Uh, Are all dentists like this? I have never had another dentist, and I feel pressured to stay sometimes, but I get a weird gut feeling about going back and trusting him with getting a new retainer made. I'm having trouble trusting dentists. (laughs) 
What do you think, Lance? Well, he certainly doesn't seem to have a great bedside manner. But most patients lie. Their version of the truth is usually a skewed perspective. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 this is one where the uh, people advertising for a 3D printer might be a good idea, or at the very least, uh, suck down systems to be able to what? make your own. <laughs> what you do in your free time, Lance? Um, hey, I got this great. Suck I have down an system, idea. But, yeah. Fucking orthodontists who teach in dental school step up to the fucking plate and teach dentists about retainers. Did you learn anything about retainers in dental school? Oh no, we Essex didn't exist. It was we were all doing Hollies, and so but like you, you sent that out. I just all I really learned was that there's this thing called a Holly, and it looks like a fucking retainer. That's it. Yep. I didn't re- like, and we didn't really make one. We didn't bend prescription one. Prescription pad. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. Here's how you get one. Talk about like the different indications for what different types of retainers, when to know if you need a bonded retainer, when to know if you don't need a bonded retainer, how to adjust yeah. a retainer, how often do retainers need to be made, any goddamn fucking thing about retainers. Yet at least once or twice a day, I have to answer a question from a fucking patient about retainers. And I don't know anything because the orthodontists that teach in dental school are borderline malpractice on what they teach. They teach nothing. This is how it's always been, and everyone just fucking laughs about it. And yet, here we are, not knowing a goddamn thing about retainers. I have to go take a fucking Invisalign course from a GP named David Galler to learn about like what the retainer system should be with when doing Invisalign. That's, it's, orthodontists who teach at dental school should be fucking embarrassed. You should be embarrassed, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. If we were taught endo the way we were taught orthodontics, we would be twisting our wires for our fucking K-files, making them ourselves. Like, that's the bullshit <laughs> that they teach. Yeah. Every other specialty teaches a shit that we use, except for you guys. And you just sit there laughing, counting your fucking money. Any orthodontist listening to this, like, you all laugh thinking of, like, knowing who the, like, the pre-doc ortho professor was. For us, it was a guy named Clarence Brick. Get fucked, Clarence Brick. You taught us nothing about <laughs> anything we could fucking use. We put some, I don't know, I remember we did some molar uprighting shit where we bent some fucking band and put it on and some teeth and wax, and then you put it in hot water and nothing moved, and so then you picked up your model out of the hot water and took your thumb and pushed it through the wax that the molar uprighted. And that was a passing grade. That was an A. That was an A for the course. A for ortho lab sophomore year. You should be fucking embarrassed. If, if operative taught us like that, like how, what would we be like? This is shit we deal with all the time. Teach us how to bond a retainer on, teach us how to make a retainer, teach us when we should use a bond. Like when should we replace a bonded, broken lower retainer with another one? When should we use an Essex retainer? When should we not use an Essex retainer? What to do in a pinch? How can we MacGyver this situation so we can get them to you for the definitive? Yeah, or or like how would I reasonably, like what would I write on a lab script to make the ortho lab know what I want and what I need and that I don't sound like a fucking idiot when when I order a retainer as a replacement? And this isn't even like, 
me wanting to necessarily treat cases. This is just like shit that comes up in everyday general practice dentistry of like, where did you get that retainer? Who's your orthodontist? I have no fucking clue. It was 20 years ago, but my retainer yeah. broke. Do I still need it? I don't know. I, we didn't learn shit about this in dental school. <laughs> Surprisingly, what we did learn about was bending some weird fucking wire that I'm never going to use. We did learn about calculating moments and vectors and forces that nothing that nobody ever fucking does anything about. I don't know what a Damon appliance is. I don't know any of this shit because orthodontists sat on their fucking hands. And if you were like, if you said you wanted to become an orthodontist and you're like in the top 10%, they would like let you into their little club and you could go up to the ortho clinic and learn some shit. But if you just like were wanting to do GP, like wanting to be a general dentist, they had no fucking time for you. And it's an, it's an embarrassing thing for orthodontists all over this country to have literally shit the bed of dental education. They are by far leading the, like mm -hmm. they, they are the laggards. They are so far behind in what they teach people mm -hmm. that graduate from yeah. dental school. We know nothing about what they do and that's because that's how they want it. And it's bullshit. You guys should be fucking embarrassed. I don't know what totally to tell agree. this person. Do they need a fixed retainer? Fuck. I don't know. I have no I idea. Know. It does sound like their dentist might be just way oh, behind the times. Yeah, or because I mean, this this dentist sucks, no doubt about it. But if this days, person came to Jesus. me, I don't know what to tell them. Yeah, well, I'd certainly be able to make them something that in, within twenty four hours. Yeah, this is going to take yeah. a month. Yeah, th this month. To Where are you sending it to? Two, four to six. Is this getting? Place. Is this retainer getting cast like a partial framework? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's wild. And so here's what Galler taught us. Okay. Galler taught us Vivera retainers. So that's obviously like in the uh -huh. Invisalign system, which I get like yep. he's in that system. So it behooves sure. him to teach that. But it does make sense. Vivera retainers are like the four uppers and the four lowers. Uh -huh. So dog chews one up. Great. You got another one there. You leave one mm -hmm. at the uh, Luby's cafeteria and it gets thrown away. Do they have Luby's in sure. Seattle? They do not. Have you ever had Luby's? I have never heard of Luby's it. is a is a is a Texas chain um, that okay. is now I think in many different. It's a cafeteria. Okay. Um. So it's a cafeteria food, but Luby's is like I don't know. They sell shit like in the frozen food aisle now. Um, hmm. I, I think they went through some financial difficulties, as one would maybe expect from a cafeteria. <laughs> uh, let's look at all locations, Luby's. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all over Texas. So uh, nowhere else outside of Texas. So no one else outside of Texas is going to get the fucking okay. movies reference. Um, it's a cafeteria, you know, the, there's a line and you order your food. You have a tray. It's always tough when you have a tray. It's, it's never good. <laughs> if you're older than 13 years old and you have to order your food and have it put on a tray that you then take to a table, like that's, that's a tough look. Um, <laughs> or like Ikea. Is it, okay, is that I haven't? It's been a long time <laughs> since I've eaten at an IKEA. Yeah, they do. It's the same way at the cafeteria. Yeah, grab a grab a tray. Yeah, so you're getting your Swedish meatballs and your lingonberry. Mm -hmm. um, uh huh. I don't know what is, what is they make lingonberry something. It's like compost. I don't yeah, know. Whatever. It's a whatever the fuck it is. You're either. getting your Swedish yeah. meatballs at, at the IKEA, and you and you have your your Favera retainers on a tray, and you throw them away. Like you got another set, right? So there's some redundancy there. Um, he makes people wear them 24 hours a day or, you know, 23 and a half hours a day. You take them out to brush your teeth, obviously, and eat. And then uh, for six weeks, 
and then you go into them just for for nighttime wear and if any relapse happens once they go to nighttime wear then you can um move them towards a bonded lingual retainer and he uses this lab where they like bend it for you and they go ahead and put like the little composite knobs on it and then they make you a little delivery tray that you deliver it on um which is is pretty sweet but he never starts there and it was like okay well here's like a fucking system of like how i should be thinking about this i'm glad that it only took me 15 years of being out of school <laughs> to be taught how to handle this mm-hmm. after fixing god knows how many busted lingual retainers after having god knows how many people call me and tell me they lost a retainer or whatever and like what to do um you know no idea until this fucking guy who's a gp you know mm-hmm. <laughs> taught me how to do it like orthodontists are just god yeah are the fucking worst um you guys are the worst, worst at your pre-doc education let me put it that way yeah. you guys are great i appreciate you guys doing what you do but you got to talk to your your brethren who teach at the schools, and and there's got to be some shit you can teach, man. <laughs> there's got to be something you can do better. Yeah, it's it's too much of a mystery. Um, yeah, just find a new dentist and find actually find like a board certified orthodontist. They can handle this for you. Perfect. They can handle this for you. I th- there's actually a couple of orthodontists in town who I like their bonded retainers better than I like other orthodontist bonded retainers. There's one guy in town named, named Tito Norris, and he bends the wire so that it comes down so they can still floss in between it. But like the oh, wire okay. bends down and goes, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. which is super cool. It's hard. It's really hard to bend. I don't think he bends them. I think he has a lab that does it. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. But you could you could have those made. Those are pretty cool. Um, and then and then some of them uh, use these big, like these like braided wires, which uh-huh. uh, always tend to fray. You know, and, and they'll like yeah. they get they get sort of uh, braided enough that like the you know the first little first little wire breaks, and then that just like starts it the the unraveling and the fraying of it. So I don't like those those braided ones. I kind of like the little chains. Have you ever seen the little chains? No. The little chains are nice. I don't know what they're really called because I didn't have an orthodontist uh, that taught me mm-hmm. anything in dental school. Um, but they they yeah. have like these little chains that they trim. Um, and, and they, they, um, are flat and then they can bond those in a bunch of little nooks and crannies oh, in the chain. Yeah. But it's, I've seen it's that. not like braided, you know, where it's going to unravel, mm-hmm. like the chain can unravel. So those are, those are nice. Um, you mm-hmm. just get a new fucking retainer put on by like an orthodontist who knows yeah. how to do it where they like yeah. air braid the enamel and clean everything off and put a new wire on with new bonding and all that. Like that's much better than this shit. If it's breaking every six months, like something's, he mm-hmm. just did it shitty. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound uh, competent. Um, whose turn is it for a song? That would be you. Oh, fuck me. Are you kidding? <laughs> I did Keen doing a cover last week. Oh, yeah. And we got into the fucking discussion <laughs> that your brother jumped in on pretty quick once the episode came out uh-huh. about... Uh, <laughs> Ireland and UK and yes, there's still no resolution. I mean, he talked <laughs> no. about their flags for 15 minutes on in a, in a text message, but uh, uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty much the end end of it. They didn't learn much. Uh, thanks, Clint, for nothing. Um, hey, rate rate <laughs> and review us. Um, how many retainers do you like, Lance? Zero. Um, <laughs> But I am a big fan of five. <laughs> I love. There's about five retainers I've seen in my life that I like. Um, in, in 15 okay. plus years of doing dentistry, I've seen five retainers I like. So uh, we'd love a five star right. rating, iTunes, 
Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, if you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh Lance. Funny shit for Dennis and Dental Team members. DM us if you want in on that and you don't have thin skin and are cool. Twitter at Winter Francis, uh, Instagram at Winter Francis. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Um, I was listening to a podcast of Bill Simmons, uh, who I like, the sports guy on The Ringer, mm-hmm. and they had on Adam Duritz oh. from The Counting Crows. I know we had a Counting Crows song not long ago, um, mm-hmm. and we talked about him a little bit, but uh, he talked a lot about this song. Um, that I remember uh, pretty well, although I didn't know much about it, um, called Mrs. Potter's Lullaby. Um, mm. And it's an interesting song because it's like, it's like eight minutes long. It's like, it's, it's a oh. long song. So I apologize um, for those of you who are li- have to listen to this song. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, um, it's a funny thing. It's an interesting story. So um, Bill asked... Adam Dritz about like the backlash that he got from dating a bunch of celebrities. And he dated hmm. like uh, Jennifer Aniston and um, a bunch of other actresses. And so it turns out that he, he had seen this actress named Monica Potter. Um, do you know who she is? I don't. Monica Potter. I think she was in Con Air. Um, okay. Yeah, she was in Con Air. She was in Patch Adams. Um, let's see what else she was in. Um, oh, her. She was in Parenthood. Yeah, she Parenthood, was... the TV show. Okay. Um, Along Came a Spider. Um, I, you know, kind of generic '90s blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I don't know. Did did some stuff. She was also in Saw. <laughs> but yeah. the big, she was the girlfriend. She was Cameron Poe's girlfriend in Con Air. That's like where you would know her from. That's like, that's okay. a big fucking part. That's a big stinking part. And she was in that. Um, so um, he had seen her like on Con Air or something like that um, mm-hmm. and kind of got a little crush on her from that. And so he writes this song, Mrs. Potter's Lullaby, about Monica Potter. And then like a couple, of, I don't know, like, a couple months later, he's at a party and Monica Potter, Monica Potter is there. And she's like, did you write this fucking song about me? And he's like, uh, yeah. And so they start dating. And so she, he started dating her after he wrote this song about her. And it's just oh, like, wow. it's just like the greatest fucking flex of all time. If you're just like a professional musician, well, yeah. one of those popular bands in the world at that time, you write a song mm-hmm. with an actress's name in it. And then you end up going and like, that's just, and then you date her. Like, that's just a flex of all flex. Um, it didn't, it didn't work out though. Um, they, mm-hmm. uh, they, they did not make it. Um, now she's married to an orthopedic surgeon. So <laughs> I guess that rock and roll life just wasn't, um, uh-huh. wasn't up with, uh, with what she was, was looking for. So, um, this is Mrs. Potter's lullaby from Counting Crows. Long song. But, uh, but, uh, you know, um, I don't know, give it, give it a try. I think, I think you will like it. And, uh, I don't know. What, what are your cool. thoughts on Candy Crows? They're a little, I actually, I liked them. They were, uh, no, I know they're yeah, American they're and so that's not, yeah. not really your, your deal. Yeah, exactly. And they are Cal fans. So I got a, you know, eh, whatever. Golden Bear stock. Um, I, so. so, I mean, they're, 
one of the biggest bands in the world from 94 through 98, probably. Yeah, if the, by the entire time of dental school was their zenith. They're just moment. not going to ever be a, like, I... I and my kids love him because of Shrek. <laughs> yeah, that's really kind of sad. <laughs> I just don't know if a band like that makes it that big ever again. It's like to be that big, it would have to be yeah. like Taylor Swift or uh, like Demi Lovato. Like it would have to be like pop, like sugar pop, yeah. synth, yeah. you know, Justin Timberlake. Like it have to be shit like that. It would never just be like a band with a guy and a guitar and a piano yeah. and like it just I, I just don't you know like that 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 just isn't going to happen again the same way that like Nirvana won't happen ever again like that right. that day is over like you just have like this indie band that makes it and becomes the biggest rock band in the world I, I know just I, I just it, the more we get further into this the more I think that rock and roll is dead and not that even the Counting Crows are like really really rock but um, mm-hmm. It just, it just, it just will never happen. Like there will never be another Who. There will never be another U two. There will never be another Nirvana. Yeah. Like those days are just fucking over. It's now just hip hop and and pop. That's it. That's all there is. And yeah. it's like, it's kind of sad for now. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of sad because yeah. we're just th- not going to get songs like this. Yeah. Enjoy Mrs. Potter's Lullaby as you weep into your <laughs> um, hanky. Mourning the death of rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> For Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Well, I woke up in mid afternoon because that's when it all hurts the most. Dream I never know anyone at the party And I'm always the host If dreams are like movies Then memories are films about ghosts You can never escape You can only move south down Walking a tightrope of fortune and fame I am an acrobat Swinging trapezes through circles of flame If you've never stared off into the distance Then your life is a shame Forget your face, sometimes I can't remember my name Hey, Mrs. Potter, don't cry Hey, Mrs. Potter, I know why But hey, Mrs. Potter, won't you talk to me
remember what you said When the ghosts of the tilted world Will linger inside of your head When the Ferris wheel junkies Will spin there forever instead When I see you, a blanket of stars covers me in my bed. Yeah. Hey, Mrs. Potter, don't go. I said, Hey, Mrs. Potter, I don't know. But hey, Mrs. Potter, won't you talk to me? They color my mind when I sleep And the lovesick rejections That accompany the company I keep All the razor perceptions That cut just a little too deep as well as anyone but I need someone to help me sleep So I throw my hand into the air and it swims in the beams It's just a brief interruption of the swirling dust sparkling jet stream
miles tonight But you can't get very far